0: Listeners, welcome back to another episode of Forrest Gump Minute, your weekly podcast where we talk about the movie Forrest Gump four minutes at a time. I'm your co-host, Rob, joined by my good friends Joe and Duff. Howdy. Ahoy. That was a callback. Yep. Uh, We're talking about minutes 21 through 24 of Forrest Gump this week starts with adult forest running away from some hicks and ends with forest listening to governor wallace uh <laughs> i love i mean
1: you're right it's just funny how 4 minutes take take such a turn
0: yeah a lot happens um so we have adult forest running again uh and this this is when uh this is like I, I mean, you know, I would like this movie. And one of the things that's really fun about this movie is the musical cues. And this is now, now we're hitting the part of the movie where it is like nonstop musical cues as we fly through the decades.
1: It is a, it is a greatest hits primer of baby boomer music.
0: Yep. And it's mostly all really great music. Duff, you are a musical expert. What song is playing while he's being chased by Hicks in a truck?
1: We have The Rebel Rouser by Dwayne Eddy. Okay. It's uh, an instrumental track. Dwayne Eddy was, uh, that's pretty much all he did. He uh, is renowned for developing a uh, twangy, echoey reverb sound. Dwayne Eddy was a pretty big deal. He had sold about 12 million albums by the mid-60s, which for that era is huge.
0: Wow, just doing instrumental stuff? just doing
1: it he was he's not a singer his yeah. whole thing his whole thing was twangy guitar and it's really good this i think the song owns um Uh i
0: agree um, i was also just yeah. looking this song it looks like this song came out in 1958 and there's two other songs by by him during that year do you know the names of those songs stuff is that part uh, of your research
1: i think i saw that but we're on similar wavelengths so you you can share um, uh, Moving
0: and grooving,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then Rebel Rouser and then Ramrod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are cool song titles. Is it is so, Rebel Rouser or Rabble Rouser?
1: Rebel, like Rebel oh, yell. Rebel.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a good old boys song for when you know driving around in the pickup truck, maybe uh, you know <laughs>
0: chasing a disabled boy,
1: chasing a developmentally disabled guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but, uh, uh, Dwayne Eddy was a huge deal, uh, even though if you listen to like an album of his, they all kind of run together. Um, but he was a huge deal up right until about the British invasion and then never really recaptured that, uh, never really, uh, recaptured his, his spot in the zeitgeist. But for about, um, uh, just shy of a decade, pretty big deal put out a ton of albums and uh really leaned into the uh the twang and i'm not exaggerating when i say that uh he had many an album that involved twang in the title
2: really (laughs)
1: so i i have a list of album titles and this is there are some that don't have the word twang but he has
0: so to do us a favor duff read all the ones that have twang in them and make up one that you make up and see if joe and i can figure out which one it is okay i got it okay
1: and i I randomly put it in there okay this is about a dozen what (laughs) there's and and keep in mind these are albums not songs so we have the the album that the rebel rouser is from is have twangy guitar will travel so it's <laughs> it's Have a Gun pl- Will Travel. It's a play, yeah, it's a play on that.
0: Paladin, Paladin.
1: The Twang's the Thing A Million Dollars Worth of Twang.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: a Million Dollars Worth of Twang Volume 2. Oh, no. Twistin' and Twangin'. <laughs> Twangy Guitar, Silky Strings. Ooh. The Twang Experiment. Okay. Twang, a Country Song. Twangin' up a storm, twangin' the golden hits, twangsville.
2: Twangsville! <laughs>
1: the biggest twang of all. <laughs> the roaring twangies. <laughs> <laughs> That's T- <laughs> a made up one. Twenty no, teri- it's not. Twenty terrific twangies. Twangies. <laughs> Twangy peaks.
0: Twangy peak stuff
1: <laughs> and twang and twang thing. <laughs> uh,
2: I I think twang experiment is the one you made up. Joe, Joe what's your? Well, bet? I already I already gave up my guess about the the twang. The, <laughs> the roar and twang, twang. twangies. Yeah, so.
1: Rob is right.
2: Yes, oh.
1: I don't know how you did that. The twang. I exper- promise you, I didn't look it up. The twang experiment is one I made up he didn't
2: even name the funniest one out of his records. It has twang has, in it? That has twang in it. Yeah. What is it? My seven-inch twang. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I have I have mad <laughs> respect. I have mad respect for people who who know their role in
0: whatever twang. pop
1: culture. The pop culture of the zeitgeist. Like, huh? Oh. I make reverb twangy twang yeah. guitar. Yeah. That's what I'm going with.
0: Nothing but a G-twang.
1: I think my tw- twang favorite twang is... Twang on the drum all day. <laughs> I think my favorite is Twangsville.
0: <laughs> I think the twang-in-twenties, man. The roaring He's twangies out. or whatever it was.
2: He's my twang brother.
0: I like the song, and I, uh, I like how the music is used. I was listening to the commentary, and... Uh, they were talking about. I use the word "they" because I don't know who was talking. Um, <laughs> but they describe trying to figure out how to fit in the score, and you know, actually, pop music that they use. And they ultimately decided they the score would be used for emotion, and you use the records for landscape. Mm. And okay. when you think of it that way, it's a it's a formula that's simple, but they do follow throughout the entire movie. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, also interesting, guys. We have these hicks, right? These MAGA dudes with their Confederate flag <laughs> on their uh, on their truck. So yeah. um. I,
1: I have a theory that Robert Zemeckis was bullied as a kid because uh, between this and Back to the Future, any of the Back to the Futures actually. There's a lot of teenagers trying to run over and kill someone mm-hmm. <laughs> with a truck
0: <laughs> or a That's car true. of some sort. Yeah. Billy Zane should have been in this truck.
1: When you stop and think about it, it's like, what if they'd caught him? <laughs> like, What would the aftermath be like? Oh, no. It- <laughs> like we, we just wanted to scare him. <laughs>
0: And how long have they been doing this, right? Like, I mean, we see when he's younger, 10, ten they years chase him or on so? the bikes, right? Have they just been like every year, like every day or every week or every month, like trying a new mode of transportation to catch up to Forrest?
2: I've got a theory. All uh-huh. right, let's hear it, Joe. Maybe they're training him. <laughs> you know, Rocky had the guy on the bike, and yep. Forrest has the, the, the teens on the truck. Mm. Hmm. Why else would he just keep running right in front of the truck?
0: Well, he does veer off into the field
2: where he needs to. <laughs> he's got to old. He has get to football practice. He's got to get to football practice. I guess it's clear that the football coach didn't know about him. Never mind. Are teens
1: m- less or more murderous than they were in this vision of an- of America? Like, Do f- teens do this?
2: Uh, like less, now? Because now they can just do it online. Yeah, mm. I think that's a the difference. They just... No less mean, I guess, but...
1: They just unfollow someone instead of trying to run them over?
2: Mm. Mean tweets? No, they send, like... I think you uh, can drag They them. do mean Snapchat stories about them and stuff. Or- mm. Yeah.
1: I-, I would rather be run over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Than have a team do a series of snaps about
1: you? Ah, uh, it sounds awful.
0: <laughs> Could you just someday in one of your classes, Joe, just bring pictures of Duff and I and just have everyone do a Snapchat story owning us and make sure we can see it? <laughs> rob rob it's tiktok now that's what tiktok that's that's what the youths are on yeah true um so i have a fun special effects i guess
1: i guess i am somewhat serious like did was like vehicular threatening slash homicide like a common thing
2: i think it's just the most cinematic form of bullying
1: yeah maybe hmm I just, I just wonder, did this happen? It seems even in the fifties,
0: it seems a bit extreme. To... Where the Libyans learned it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is, it is interesting because I, I can't think of a lot of movies that aren't Zemeckis films where people are being chased down by cars in like a playful manner,
1: in like a, in like the same way you would give someone a wedgie. The. <laughs> in zemeckis movies you have people just trying to run someone over
0: my dad used to do this thing where this is not quite the same here we go again this is not the same thing at all (laughs) but we uh my dad would always had pickup trucks and uh my favorite thing when i was in like middle school to do is i'd have a bunch of friends over and we would, uh, my dad would lower the tailgate of his truck and we would sit on the edge of the tailgate with her feet hanging off. And then he would drive around the field, like spinning around, trying to, trying to get us to fly off the back of the truck. I love it. And it was, <laughs> oh
1: my God. It was so fun. That sound, number one, super fun. Number two, yep. most, most like rural Rob thing ever.
0: <laughs> it was so fun.
2: It was so fun. Um. And
1: and all the better listeners when you remember that Rob's dad only had one hand. So uh, (laughs) just one hand on the wheel.
0: I mean, it wasn't a field. We were landing in grass doing donuts
1: in a, in a field (laughs) trying to throw a bunch of kids off a truck.
2: That is a redneck rodeo. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: Um, fun special effects fact here. Uh, once again, another example of how this movie does special effects in interesting and seamless ways. Uh, they shoot Forrest, uh, i.e., Tom Hanks running, and then like running off, and then they shot separately the truck, and then they just matted them together. And that happens both uh, on the driveway and also when he runs onto the football field. Like when he ran on the road and then cuts over in that football field, like there's no truck chasing him. They just film that truck separately and then and then matted it together. Or mashed it together. And Forrest? it looks seamless.
1: Forrest has the uh <clears throat> pardon me, he has the uh the Tom Cruise run hmm. the intensity.
0: Yeah. That's because his true. back he straightened his back up when he was running and broke those yeah. braces.
1: Question. <sighs> yeah. Did the braces give him hu- superhuman speed?
0: Oh, so you're thinking like Aren't part of the reason for the braces because his legs were almost too strong? The entire reason
1: to... the entire reason for the braces is his spine. The doctor says yeah. his legs are strong as strong yeah. as I've ever seen, but okay. his spine's crooked.
0: So his legs are too strong.
1: Did his legs overcompensate <laughs> for his broken back?
0: You are really on this broken back thing. Yeah. It's not broken, it's just uh not okay. developing well, the right way.
1: Well, whatever. It's just I as as we discussed last episode, I I'm very mystified about how just breaking the braces somehow fixed his back and now he has superhuman leg strength and it doesn't bother me i'm just asking questions
0: yeah okay okay uh i think i'm
1: i'm like joe rogan i'm just asking
0: (laughs) oh okay (laughs) do you guys have an opinion this is our first time seeing robin Wright. any any strong opinions on robin Wright? is she
1: robin Wright? at this point no. is she built okay okay so this is
0: uh, pre- daughter of the Wright brothers and <laughs> <Aunt> Frank <laughs> yes uh, uh
1: I I like her I, I okay I, in general I like Robin Wright
2: Joe um she's fine okay so I, 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 I don't know I, I haven't seen some of her more notable films. Like a lot of the stuff from the '90s and the early 2000s, I haven't seen, but um, yeah, no, I don't. Well, really that's have a good opinion. That's she a was, good segue.
1: She was in. Uh, she was good in Wonder Woman. Yep. Jo- well, I've jo- seen Wonder Woman. Joe, jo, she was in one of your favorite shows, House of Cards. Yeah,
2: I know. I know.
0: Uh, uh, she was also yeah, she was... what I what I knew her about knew about her for was Buttercup in Princess Bride. Yeah.
1: Oh, obviously, yeah. Got it. Yep. Yeah.
0: But I went down a rabbit hole last night, guys, because I was curious, what did she do that I would know of between Princess Bride and Forrest Gump? Mm-hmm. Turns out she was very busy. She was on a soap opera on NBC. Did you guys know this? Uh, I don't think so. A soap opera that I've never even heard of. Is it Passions? Nope. Santa Barbara, she was in it for 538 episodes. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: So that's, you know. Four years. Oh, wow, four years. I was going to guess like two years.
0: 84 through 88. Well, she might not have been in every episode, um, but 84 through 88. So, guys, I did you guys a favor, did our listeners a favor. I dug deep and I wanted to learn all about the character she oh, played.
2: Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm into this.
0: <laughs> On Santa Barbara. She played a character named Kelly Capwell. Now, what I'm going to read you is my interpretation of what I read. I couldn't put it all in there. I had to I had to pick and choose, so I'm glossing over things, okay? All right. Mm-hmm. I will try to answer any follow-up questions the best I can, but I might mm-hmm. struggle. All right. So, we start out with Kelly. Uh, she's in her second engagement. Her first man she was engaged with went to prison for murdering her brother. <laughs> <sighs> okay. You're not supposed to do that. Nope. Turns out, though, he didn't do it. and she breaks, off, she breaks off her engagement with the guy she's currently with and marries the guy who was in prison because they, they eventually overturned his conviction and he gets out of prison. So she marries him. All right? However... The guy she broke off the second engagement with was very jealous.
1: <laughs>
0: and went on to murder several blonde women. Whoa. Whoa. This gets darker. This gets darker.
2: This, this gets took darker. a turn. Even oh, by soap worse. opera standards, this took <laughs> At a Santa turn. Barbara.
0: At Santa Barbara. That's Santa Barbara, yeah. Then, uh, this the man who killed these women Kidnaps and rapes her during her honeymoon. Uh, uh, whoa! Yeah, and he then he then kills her husband, so <laughs> the man she was first engaged with,
2: and himself.
1: Well
0: Wow!
2: Twist. <laughs> the old murder, <laughs> murder suicide, like in front of her. So, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I no, don't he murdered.
1: He murdered her. First and then killed himself. No, he
0: doesn't murder her. He murders her husband, oh. and then he murders himself. He rapes her, but
1: not her. Oh, no, he didn't man. kill
0: her. He loves her, Duff. Jesus, don't you listening? Man, soap operas right. are wild. Yeah, Late- we should. Oh, I'm not done. I'm not done, guys. We're only like a third of the way through this. <laughs> Later on, her memory is erased. Uh, And she is saved by a photographer she met. They survived by living in a ghost town for a few weeks. (laughs) Like
1: the Manson family?
0: I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) She then gets engaged to him, the photographer.
1: This is like the 800th engagement in this progression. Uh,
0: However, on their wedding day, Kelly, the character played by robin wright admits to sleeping with that guy's brother what yeah his wild brother she slept with on during a during a uh (laughs) during a business trip so they break off the wedding but this brother the one that she slept with attacks her with a gun oh no (laughs) Okay. So she pushes him out a window and kills him. <laughs> oh. Cool. You go girl. That's some defenestration or yeah, defenestration, baby. Uh unfortunately, this whole thing results in her going into shock and she has to go <laughs> to a sanitarium.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> cool. She is she eventually escapes with the help of some others, uh flees the country to Switzerland. Whoa,
1: whoa, hold, hold. <laughs> I mean, I I know you don't know the answer, but that is no small detail there. I uh, I want to know how she escaped a sanitarium. All right, you know what I'm going to find I, I, out for you. I I know you don't know, but I'm just I'm just saying. Like, hold on. This is the beauty of soap. The beauty of soap opera is that was probably just a a minor inconvenience. To okay, escape. so here's
0: how she escaped. She found an ally in Pearl Bradford. Who helped her escape from the evil clutches of Doctor Rawlings? (laughs) (laughs) The guy who made the gloves. Sporting goods, yeah, sporting goods. (laughs) Fortune. So then she escapes. She flees the country to Switzerland. She meets a mysterious man, and they get back to Santa Barbara and get married. Sounds like things
1: slash marriages
0: might be going okay now because she becomes pregnant. Unfortunately, she suffers a miscarriage, oh, and her mother-in-law, geez. who is not a fan of her, poisons <laughs> her, and she goes into a coma. Oh no! Uh, at, <laughs> okay. at that point, I stop because I don't think it's Robin Wright anymore. But it this just character... si-
1: It just gets silly from that point on. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but this character lives on for about four or five more years after.
2: Uh, after Robin Wright leaves. Yeah, three more people played this character I'm seeing. Okay. I mean, guys, I couldn't stop reading about it. So I'm reading here that the murder of her brother, was it? Did you say initially?
0: The murder of her brother by the guy she was first engaged with. Yes. Yes.
2: So I'm reading here that he was jailed and he was paroled. So he's okay. not he was not released because his in and, and he renews his relationship with her. Okay. So I I'm I'm, I'm 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 assuming at some point maybe he proves his innocence to her. I don't yeah, know. But I'm also reading him. here that over the course of this soap opera, <laughs> almost every major character would be accused of the murder of Channing Capwell Jr. <laughs> or okay. find their life involved in it one way or the other. From his illegitimate son to his mysterious presumed dead mother.
1: I, I just love how soap operas make Presumed dead. The the normal.
2: I two thousand one hundred and thirty seven <laughs> episodes.
0: <laughs> Come That's on. our next project, guys. That's our next project. Santa oh, Barbara
2: episode by episode. You know, oh, I'd d- rather die. There
1: are there are only a handful of truly organic American art forms. There's the western, uh, yep. jazz, yep. soap operas. <laughs> Is that true?
2: I don't know. It is not. <laughs> General has Hospital has had over fourteen thousand episodes.
1: It's been on yeah, for like man. sixty years, I believe it. That's
0: amazing. I I never even heard of this show before. You know what? I, I'm sure we have some listener out there who has. If you have, uh please let us know more about Santa Barbara List,
1: listeners. Tell us about your stories.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love my stories. Did you guys ever
2: watch soap operas?
0: I did. There was a there was like a summer in high school where I watched uh Days of Our Lives for a little bit.
2: Yeah, when I um there was, there were summers when I was a kid my mom would have uh Days of Our Lives on. I think Another World was before or after it. Okay. So I've seen a fair share of um either um Days of Our Lives or Another World. I'm also reading at this quick glance at the Days of Our Lives a Wikipedia page. Thurgood Marshall was a big fan of it.
1: Ooh. Oh, well, interesting. <laughs> nice. uh,
0: Duff, how about I you? I can imagine you loved him. That's the thing I uh, was no, waiting I, for you to say.
1: It, no, it's I, I don't know a ton. I remember once, I, I remember there was a summer where, like, I had a babysitter who was over a lot, and we, like, would watch one of them, but I don't remember. What I do, I remember when I was in high school, I had a couple of friends one of whom became a girlfriend, who were obsessed with Passions. Passions Mm. was
0: absurd. Yeah, my wife liked Passions, Uh, I
1: I I believe there was an exorcism on
2: Passions. Now, was Passions kind of like a reflexive, kind of like an ironic soap opera? Like, was it kind of winking with its its own insanity? It
1: straddled the line, as I recall. And again, I don't know. What's
2: happened to our show so far? (laughs) This is what people expect.
1: (laughs) This is what the people want.
2: Oh, um, man.
1: So yeah. my only other... Here's my, like, soap opera knowledge is that back in the day I used to listen to Loveline a lot when it was syndicated mm-hmm. on Did it radio. help out? Uh, it probably explains a lot. Um, okay. <laughs> but I remember they would have a lot of soap opera actors and actresses on. I wouldn't really know who they were, but they would talk about... Uh, being on a soap opera, um, and it, this is obviously grading on a curve, but it sounds like the worst show business. It job is unbelievably
2: yeah. demanding. All the yep. mem- memorization they have to do, how long their work year is. They work year round, right? You have to shoot like 200 episodes a year. You mm-hmm. have to get up at
1: like five, like every actor, you have to get up at like 5 a.m. You get a new script, and that's like, that's every day. But you're not really making super – you're not making, like, you know, a million dollars an episode, like, you know, Big Bang Theory or something like that. You're probably making no. – depending on your level, you're making scale, maybe a little more. But you're not making that much, and it's a grueling job. I mean, for, who again, the woman, gr- who grading the on woman a woman Who's
0: a woman who never, like, won the Daytime Su- Susan, Susan Boyle Lucci. or –
1: Susan Lucci. Lucci. <laughs> Susan Lucci. I okay. I don't I don't know if she ever actually won one, but that was like a big thing, that that she yeah. she'd been nominated like fifteen times.
0: Wow. Well, guys, <laughs> back to fourth cup.
1: That that was some good content. That's that's <laughs> that's, that's the stuff. That's the stuff I fill my work days with to
0: keep from crying. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, so Forrest runs out of the football field and, uh, he runs faster than a pass, <laughs> which he,
1: is he's, insane. He's borderline faster than the speed of light.
0: Yeah. It is like that old show, The Flash, that was on TV, I remember for a while <laughs> in the 90s. Just flies past everyone. Um, uh, Paul Bryant, I'm guessing this is Paul Bryant, Joe. Uh, is watching him. My dad was a big Paul Bryant fan. I think because of the hat, Paul Alabama Bear coach. Bryant. That's Paul was Bryant's he, his name, though, right? A- yeah,
2: I know, but like, just that's what he's. In.
1: Was he the Alabama coach in yep. uh, the late fifties?
0: And I, for a long time, I liked Alabama, and and I think it was because I had the I watched and rewatched and rewatched the Sports Illustrated nineteen ninety three Year in Sports VHS tape, which. <laughs> <laughs> had alabama beating miami in the suit in the sugar bowl uh and i like that was one of the parts and i was like god alabama's cool they have numbers on their
2: helmets he had cool he wore cool hats and jackets and stuff too yeah he's kind of like the archetype of that like you know mid 20th century ball coach right in terms of the look and the demeanor sure. Absolutely.
1: I, I, I do like football coaches who dress like they're a dad going to like a an Elks Club formal or
0: something.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I like that too.
0: Paul, where are you going?
2: Social tonight. <laughs> That's
1: why I got a tie on.
0: Um, but I uh, I do like this transition of him going from running on this field to to playing like a college football game for Alabama. I think it's fun. As it's it's there's a lot of energy to all of this. Um, my favorite part, of course, is that he blows through the marching band <laughs> and just knocks over a few of them. Because yeah, that's a good uh, time. I don't want to make you mad, Duff, but marching bands are dumb. And
1: uh, I was never in college band.
0: Okay, but you were in you were we know you were uh, I a was drum. In high,
1: I was I was in high school band.
0: Yeah, I was so for I, two years. I, oh, yeah, both. Sorry, guys. I don't. I hope our friendship can continue through that. We're, Toxic we're used to you being it. dismissive oh. and disrespectful.
1: <laughs> we know we know you hate the arts. to the marching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um in in the book so- in the-
1: sorry sorry that they get in the way of watching uh exploited young people get uh, CTE. That's
2: Can't true. get CTE if you never get tackled. Mm. That's true. Like
0: Forrest never gets tackled. He's fine. Um we do in the book in the Winston Groom book the forest in college is a lot larger part of the book. Um, <laughs> he, he
1: is a he is an absolute unit in the book.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember that he's like six six and like 200 and some pounds, but also f- like really good at football. Um,
1: so the the he, way I, and this part of this pot ties into me being a Minnesota boy and part of this ties into the time period. But when I read the book, I always pictured uh, Forrest physique as uh, Kent Herbeck, former Minnesota first baseman.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, that works. That actually probably so, makes pro- sense. Probably about six, two, six,
1: three, 260 pounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, big guy. Uh, and in the like in college, a lot more happens because he actually meets Bubba in Alabama. And he learns to play the harmonica <laughs> and, he, and, and he actually plays in Jenny's band. She's got a band uh, and he Man. plays the harmonica in it. Um, So a lot, a lot going on there. So this segment, oh, so
1: Forrest, Jenny and Bubba are in a band. I
0: Forrest don't remember plays- if Bubba's in the band. Um, okay. But Forrest, I should have and just, yes, Forrest and Jenny are in a band. I should have like kept my notes better about um, what happens. I just wrote on a little notepad weird stuff in the book. And uh, that's what I'm telling you guys. Just a little bit I have written down. I did okay. not take extensive notes. I apologize. Uh, this segment ends with Forrest... Uh, in a uh, desegregation kerfluffle. He, uh-huh. he,
1: he winds up in a, uh, a state's rights issue.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Governor Wallace. Now, this is when Joe, bringing the expert in here. So, Governor Wallace, uh, this is the... Uh, is there, like, a famous name for this? Just, like, schoolhouse? Like i know the national guard was called in for this i know governor wallace is bad
2: correct well yeah so kennedy called in the national guard to enforce desegregation at the university of alabama
0: okay and so so did like the university was the university like we we're gonna we're gonna desegregate and then And then uh, Governor Wallace is like, "No, you're not." Or was where was the university side on all this? Well,
2: that's a state university, right? So I doubt they. So I I don't know that. I guess. Okay. But I know that. Yeah, they. They were. He refused to allow it, so they had to bring in the National Guard. That's why in the in the movie you hear him talking about like military dictatorship and stuff.
1: My my understanding is that a lot of it was just grandstanding on the part of Wallace. Mm. And that he, you know, he knew what was going to happen. He just wanted to sow the seeds for a future presidential run or some type of run.
0: Okay. Um, well, uh, in, uh, to kind of go back to an old t- tombstone, Titanic minute staple, how did he die?
1: I know how he got Paralyzed.
0: Governor Wallace uh, suffered from deafness and Parkinson's disease and died in... You can't
1: die from deafness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He died. You
1: can't fool me, Rob.
0: (laughs) I didn't say he died from deafness. I guess I didn't say how he died.
1: That's the episode title right there.
0: Oh, man, listeners of Tombstone Minute can say you can.
2: Um, He died in 1998. Everyone just kept streaming, stop dying, but he couldn't hear them. (laughs) Wait, what year did he die? 1998. He was 79.
0: He he lived in 1998? I know. Wow. Man, life is just not fair. I mean, I know he got
1: shot and paralyzed during like the early to mid-70s.
0: Oh he got shot.
2: Oh he got yeah, they attempted t- to assassinate. during our during our assassination era of American <laughs> history.
0: <laughs> oh boy. All right, yeah. Well, looks like it.
1: More on that next episode.
0: He couldn't move. Uh, he was paralyzed, he was deaf, and he had what else did I say he had? Racism. Uh Parkinson's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Holy Trinity of uh, in, issues there. In,
1: in case anyone who's not really aware feels bad for him, he was super racist and deserved all of it. Yeah, he mm-hmm. sucked.
0: Yeah, he deserved to shake and not hear and or move.
1: <laughs> shake, rattle, and roll.
0: <laughs> shake, rattle, <right, don't> and roll. <laughs> the, the George Wallace story. <laughs> Oh my God! What's happened? Does A one have anything else um, on Forrest Gump or what
2: we're uh, trying to talk about? His favorite song album was Segregation Twang. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: for what your twang and my twang. <laughs> for what Animal it's twangs, for what minutes. it's
1: worth. I think it's really funny and it cracks me up when when Forrest goes coons.
0: I agree. I'm with you, man. We
1: coons on the porch.
0: <laughs> like the idea that he was like, well, like the idea that all these people showed up because some raccoons <laughs> just had gotten ra-
1: like there were ra- there were raccoons in the school or the university.
0: And I love how dismissive he is like we just chase them out. We don't need all this. <laughs> I don't need all this rigmarole. There's just some raccoons (laughs) running around.
2: Twang's only bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Well, I think we're good, right? We good? I think so. (laughs) I wrote down three more, but I'm not going to say them.
1: Say it. We can cut it.
2: I no, I'm not gonna. Also, I'll okay. save one word. We'll save it for Midnight Boys After Dark. <laughs> That's a good segue. Tell them about it.
0: Yes. Uh, if you enjoy this nonsense uh, and you want more, once a week a Forrest Gump isn't enough for you. You can go check out a free podcast. We do episodes over there as well. We've previously done Titanic and Tombstone Minute. But if you're still thirsty for the content, <laughs> if you you're can still
1: get, twangin'
0: If you're still twanging, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash themidnightboys, and for as low as $2 a month, you can get access to even more content from us, at which point Joe does not censor himself, and we talk about whatever. So I know uh, at the time of this recording, we are doing an episode on um, son-in-law, <laughs> so
2: there will be all sorts of Patreon-only content. How about a cover of Tom Sawyer by Mark Twang? <laughs> oh, every, we'll be
1: back. Every, everybody twang chung tonight. <laughs> Happy the days while amending the mess till once more
2: they ride high out to sea.